Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Monday, October 11th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include get ready for third quarter earnings, oil prices climb, and retailers need a bigger and faster boat. Those stories and more, but first, let's get you caught up on markets. U.S. stock futures are lower, while prices for crude oil and natural gas are extending their rally. Dow, S&P, and NASDAQ futures are down as much as half a percent, all pointing to a lower open. U.S. crude prices are up nearly 2% in early Monday trading. They're hitting a seven-year high of $81.50 a barrel. In Europe, the stock's Europe 600 is lower, with losses led by travel and leisure shares. Stocks in Asia were mixed as Hong Kong's Hang Seng climbed nearly 2%, Japan's Nikkei 225 index added 1.5%, and China's Shanghai Composite gained half a percent. Leaders in Asia included Alibaba, rising nearly 8% in Hong Kong, while Alibaba's U.S.-listed shares are up nearly 5.5% in pre-market trading. The dollar gained versus the yen at 112 and against the euro at 115. There is no cash treasuries trading today because of the Columbus Day holiday. Now our top stories. Investors will be keeping a close eye on rising costs as third quarter earnings season kicks off this week. Analysts expect earnings to rise nearly 30% over the same quarter last year. But the net profit margin for the S&P 500 is expected to be about 12%. That's down from the record of 13% in the previous quarter. Companies set to report this week include Delta Airlines, Domino's Pizza, J.P. Morgan Chase, and United Health Group. In addition to inflation concerns, supply chain issues may hurt results. For example, FedEx said last month that it was struggling with labor issues cutting its outlook, while Nike said plant shutdowns in Vietnam had slowed production and shipments to the U.S. and other markets. To confront these supply chain disruptions, some retailers are taking to the seas. Walmart, Target, Home Depot, and Costco have hired their own cargo ships to haul goods to the U.S. because of fears that shipping delays will hit inventories before the holiday shopping season. The ships are smaller than typical freighters and can be directed to less congested ports in places such as Portland, Oregon. That's according to the Wall Street Journal. And energy prices continue to rise, with U.S. crude up more than 2% to a seven-year high of $81.50 a barrel. Futures for Brent crude gained 1.5%. They're over $83 a barrel, near the highest level in three years. Futures for gas to be delivered in the Netherlands, the European benchmark, gained nearly 6% while Russia's ambassador to the European Union said Europe's natural gas shortage would be resolved more quickly if EU countries stopped treating Russia as an adversary. The S&P 500 energy sector has been the best-performing group this year, advancing about 50%. In other news, Goldman Sachs downgraded its forecast for the U.S. economy for 2021 growth The U.S. economy's gross domestic product is now seen expanding at a rate of just 5.6% this year. Merck and its partner Ridgeback Biotherapeutics have filed an application asking U.S. health regulators to authorize their COVID-19 pill. Other drug makers working on COVID-19 antivirals include Roche Holding and partner Atia Pharmaceuticals, as well as Pfizer. 
AstraZeneca said that an experimental antibody drug cocktail it's been testing in late-stage trials had proved effective at reducing the risk of developing severe COVID-19 symptoms or death. Emerson Electric plans to merge two of its software businesses with Aspen Technology in a roughly $11 billion deal. Bedford Mass-based Aspen Tech makes software for companies and industries including chemicals, mining, and energy streamline engineering, as well as maintenance processes. The former chief software officer for the U.S. Air Force and Space Force said China is currently leading in AI and cybersecurity, and that as it stands, if the U.S. doesn't wake up now, the country will have no fighting chance to win against China in those fields of AI and cyber warfare in 15 years. Southwest shares are down nearly 2% in pre-market trading after the airline canceled over 800 flights over the weekend. The company cited bad weather and air traffic control problems in Florida that rippled throughout its network. Cleveland Cliffs is up nearly 2.5% in pre-market trading after agreeing to acquire Ferris Processing and Trading. That's one of the largest processors and distributors of prime Ferris scrap in the United States. The deal has an enterprise value of about $775 million. Deer workers, represented by the United Auto Workers Union, rejected a new six-year collective bargaining agreement with the agricultural equipment maker. The UAW said a strike deadline has been set for Wednesday at 11.59 p.m. Negotiators are expected to return to the bargaining table on Monday. California electric vehicle startup Lucid Motors said it would introduce a seven-seat SUV in 2023. Apple is building a massive new campus in Los Angeles. The company is building a half-million-square-foot office complex in Culver City. Elon Musk's SpaceX has reportedly hit a valuation of more than $100 billion, making it the second-most valuable private company in the world. CNBC reported that the new valuation comes after company insiders agreed to sell nearly $800 million in stock to new and existing investors. Grubhub founder Matt Maloney is leaving the food delivery giant just four months after it was acquired by a European conglomerate. Amsterdam-based Just Eat Takeaway bought Grubhub, which also owns Seamless, in June for more than $7 billion. Hasbro's chief executive, Brian Goldner, will take a leave of absence from his job to receive medical care. That's according to a company statement. A new beverage enhancer from the cannabis company Cureleaf offers users 5 milligram liquid doses of THC for just $35 per plastic bottle. Cureleaf's watermelon flavor is for sale in New York, where only card-carrying medical marijuana patients can legally purchase it. Three other flavors are on offer in recreational markets in other states. And a pair of sneakers worn by NBA legend Michael Jordan in his rookie season are up for auction and could fetch as much as $1.5 million. They are expected to be the most valuable sneaker ever offered. Sotheby's Auction House will open advance bidding Friday on the pair of autographed Nike airships that Jordan wore in his fifth game for the Chicago Bulls in 1984. And No Time to Die, the 25th installment in the Bond franchise, opened to an estimated $56 million in U.S. and Canadian box office. Of the five Bond movies starring Daniel Craig, No Time to Die has the second slowest start. But in its weekend debut overseas, the movie reeled in about $120 million from 54 international markets. That would make No Time to Die the first title from Hollywood to crack $100 million without opening in China. 
and three U.S.-based economists won the 2021 Nobel Prize for Economics on Monday for work on drawing conclusions from unintended experiments, or so-called natural experiments. David Card of the University of California at Berkeley was awarded one half of the prize, while the other half was shared by Joshua Angrist from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology and Guido Imbens from Stanford University. At 7 a.m., futures are lower. Dow, S&P, and NASDAQ futures down as much as a half a percent. Crude oil is higher by about 2.5%. Gold is down two-tenths of a percent at $1,753 an ounce. And Bitcoin is up nearly 3% to over $56,000. Thanks for listening to this episode of Wall Street Breakfast. If you have comments, criticism, or suggestions to make the program more relevant, please do so below. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.